to listen because we are here to give the people what they want. And the people want winners. They want magic. They want to bet the narrative. So we deliver it here on the Sunday card. Week 14 edition. Dan Zapato, Matty Ice, Matty C, Magic, Matt Selbreth in the building once again. Our esteemed, not undefeated, but pretty close, producer, Lemon Pepper Lou Paracone is also here in the flesh over Zoom. It's very good to see both of you. Maddie back from the Sunshine State in Florida. And I'm sure that Sawgrass treated you just as well as some of your picks this week, sir. It was nice to when you're when you're down there playing a course that costs that much and is that expensive. We lived lavishly and it was nice to get a good return on Sunday and not, you know. Be, be pulling my hair out after what I've just done for five days in, in Florida spending, you know, God knows what. So yes, it was a great return on Sunday, uh, watching games on, on the flight, feeling like a jet setter watching the Broncos get their teeth kicked in. Unfortunately about oh, that one, terrible. But there were a lot of other winners other than that. There are a lot of other winners in the day. So we are doing okay. Matt, you go two and three, but it doesn't really matter. It's just the because just, the man the units is are just made. the units are just piling up on it's just piling up. What's that movie? The Prestige. He's like the Prestige. He's like Hugh Jackman in the Prestige and Christian Bale. He's just you think he's one way, you think he's you think he's gonna go one way, and he's completely in another in a different part of the room. Like that's what he is. And he is magic. The magic money line parlay. Not only does the magic money line parlay hit chargers. Patriots, which we'll talk about in a second, plus 450. But bet the narrative continues to be the narrative of this entire show. Like, maybe we should just put Lou on the show and have him just pick one game every week and bet the house on it and we'll win. Right, Lou? Well, I've been doing it for like a week or two now. So, uh, you know, for some time. It's, uh, this week was fantastic. Moneyline Parlay, fantastic. bet the narrative, all wrapped up, all, all together. Fade any other pick I give you. Don't don't bet those picks. Just just only bet the narrative. That's all. So the Chargers <laughs> tried to give it away, Matt. They actually tried to do it. Like it was so frustrating seeing they're up twenty four to six. I'm like, okay, that's locked. Like we're good. And then they just decided that they weren't going to play anymore. And if not for the balloon that uh, Joe Burrow's finger became, we might have had a little hairier of a situation. But a big fumble. Uh, scoops return for a touchdown, gets the Chargers the win. So all we need are the New England Patriots. And this is the most Belichick thing I have ever seen. It was comedy gold. You have a team that is there every ounce of their being about how they are constructed is constructed to beat the New England Patriots. That's all they want to do in the Buffalo Bills. They are at home on Monday night football. The weather cannot be worse. 50 mile an hour winds. Josh Allen, Mr. Wyoming, 6'7", huge arm, knifing it through. And this man, Bill Belichick, decides that, that he's going to run the ball every play. like <laughs> That they threw it three times and they won. I am flabbergasted. It was so funny. Mac Jones, highly efficient, highly efficient passing. There you go. Only, only did it when necessary. Um, it was amazing, and they were running. They were running the same run. It was just. It was like two to three different formations that they were running it out of. And it was the same one that they kept highlighting. They kept making a point of it on, on the broadcast. They're like, yeah, when Nikhil Harry's lining up on the left side here, it freaking Buffalo just couldn't stop it. They just couldn't stop it. And I, I mean, I, I, I respect to the reporter who asked uh, the safeties of uh, Poyer and, mm -hmm. and Hyde afterwards, were you embarrassed that they were like insulted by it? It's like, you guys just got bullied around. You just got pushed around. You have no penis. Like you were emasculated. <laughs> You're emasculated. That's what it is. Like, that's literally what it is. Uh, cross, uh, toss, crack, G lead. Every play. Works every time. Damian Harris got hurt in the game. Yep. They had a rookie running. Like, Ramondre Stevenson was doing this. Nikhil Harry cracking guys. Like, 
it was and the, the biggest thing for me was McDermott after the game being a total tool and just saying well let's not make this more about Bill Belichick and this and that and the other it's like dude first off you made some horrendous decisions first off not taking the ball uh not taking the ball at halftime or taking the ball at halftime rather and not taking the win I mean what are you doing that you know it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. You need the win. The stupid challenge on the quarterback sneak. That yeah. was just plain stupid. I mean, you're never going to win a challenge like that. Then deciding to kick a field goal into that wind. You know the situation. Like, what on earth? On that same drive, they had a delay of game penalty that cost them a timeout. Like, so many things that McDermott did, and it really started when they got screwed early on a delay of game penalty. Uh, and he lost his mind. And every time this happens, this, I've seen this happen to McDermott a hundred times outside of last year. I've seen it happen to him. He just goes bananas anytime Belichick gets something that that uh, favors him. Yeah, I just, and I don't understand why they weren't like running the ball with Josh Allen more. Like I just, I just, mm-hmm. I think that that's like such an a thing. I just think they've gotten away from all year for the most part. I don't know. I'm, as far as like the design runs, obviously he gets out and scrambles, but I don't know. I yeah, I really felt silly to me like they not taking the win not like thinking about that kind of like next level stuff and it felt like and still having josh allen trying to throw the ball deep when they're going you know they're going into it uh it was crucial no matter which side of the field is they're going to because it was a crosswind it's just in big brain galaxy brain bill belichick thinks of all that stuff he factors all that into a game plan so that's why he's the goat everything is going according to plan (laughs) <laughs> the evil empire rises again it, it strikes is, back it is striking back man we're gonna just destroy alderon in a second here i mean it's and we talked about it do you think though do you think the weather diminishes the wind or do you think that it makes it even more impressive uh i mean I think it's impressive to see the game plan that he had, but I guess I could, you know, you could see level playing field, these two teams, it's got, you know, that same game plan is not going to work. You know, it's going to be very, very different game if these two were to play in a dome, which is what apparently people on Twitter want to is every game to be in the dome, which is, I couldn't believe that that was trending and like, like going, that thread was going like kind of viral and I'm sure it was in most people's feeds. You follow the NFL. It was just like, what are you talking about? Having everybody playing a dome? What are you stupid? We, we should get hit by the meteor if the NFL decides that. Seriously. Like, you, you can't – those people are animals up there in Buffalo. Like, they need, they need fresh air. You know, they need to be out in the disgusting wind, snow. You put them in a dome, that place is going to be a zoo. Are you kidding? Right, and we're going to watch – we're going to watch Bears-Packers indoors. Oh. Like, like, we've got Bears-Packers this, this Sunday night coming up. Yeah. Like, you want that to be in, in the Lucas Oil Stadium? Like, come on. No, uh, we want the elements in the Great White North. Terrible, terrible. So they'll be in a couple of weeks, the Bills and the Patriots again. Uh, Before we get into the picks from last week and just kind of uh, in review, let's give a little round of applause for Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. A big win. They finally got it done. Very nice. The Vikings uh, are a joke and should probably start looking for a new head coach, maybe a new quarterback, possibly a new GM. Uh, You can't have a team that talented and be five and seven. I knew they were pretenders all along, Dan. Never wavered. Oh, Never wavered on it. They were pretenders. Just, just don't have enough to get it done. Can't win. Can't win the close games. Saw it all year long. The but the walk off touchdown. I need. I need more of those. That was. Mm. And then we. And, and then we almost had the same thing. Just jumping ahead. Well, jumping ahead to one of your uh, your covers and 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 a, and a win for the Steelers. Another one. Oh. The final final second of the game. Final play of the game was. It changed, you know, changed everything. It was, uh, I need more of that in football. Usually last second, uh, I usually put in a few money lines, just straight, put in the Steelers, put in the Chargers, put in the Lions. Oh, All man. Three. All three. And on top of the money line part, like just, uh, top of it. this is why you bet dogs. Always just got to take the dogs. It, 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 in a week, that was great for the favorites, the big right. favorites. I. When I took, I took all every, every last ugly dog. We'll just get right into it. Yeah. Wait, Freaking, no, we, we got to yeah. talk, talk about this game, this game down in Atlanta. That was, you deserve, I've been waiting all week to say but this. But they game. had a chance. You deserve had, everything you got. Everything. They were in it right until the freaking end. 
And this team just cannot find a way to cover against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were ugly. The Bears might have been uglier. The Bears oh, that were was a terrible. Uglier. I don't know why I, I tailed you with that. I don't know why. Uh, that one that one was just horrible. Um, like I said, thank God for the Chargers. And then uh, Seahawks. Yeah, uh, Seahawks were a spot. Seahawks, Seahawks was a good spot. A, yep. Just a, just a great spot. I mean, when you saw the fake punt uh, just get taken, like, almost to the house, it was, you know, Pete Carroll, we're pulling out the bag of tricks. Yep. We're pulling out the bag of tricks here. We're going to pull out all the stops against uh, against Kyle Shanahan. So, that one was great. And then uh, I, already, I already forgot what my other one was. Houston. Houston. I mean, we, we got oh. uh, to be done. We got to be done. But yeah, I can't. get off. We got to be done. Get off the tracks. I was this close to taking the Seahawks this week. It's not in my, it's not in my five, but it is a, it oh. is a lean. So, I mean, which was scary because it's a big line overinflated, but Davis Mills, I mean, God, I mean, it's just, it's not working for the Texans. Like that's embarrassing. That's, that's really embarrassing. It's not in there. Cause I said, you can't take that big of a road favorite, um, especially the Seahawks who come off a huge win. So, um, but real quick, just to run through mine, we talked about Pittsburgh, massive, massive win. Do we want – you said Big Ben, like you absolutely can't stand him. Do we want Big Ben in the playoffs? God, what's that? I mean, that's just going to be horrible. It's just all about – I mean, it's really about the defense for them. Obviously, that was like – that was another rock fight of a game. Um, Seven some sacks. Class, Seven. Some classic AFC North stuff. Um, Big Ben, yeah. I don't know. He's so bad right now. He is so freaking bad right now. But is he worse than Lamar Jackson right now? Stop it. Stop the way, it. The way Lamar Jackson is playing currently. Lamar Jackson has been horrible the last three weeks. You, I'm you, not saying he's better. You, I'm not saying he's better. I'm just saying Ben is not playing as poorly as Lamar right now. Yeah, what is it? Their last last four games, they haven't scored 20 points? Nope. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I know you want to slap the F word on him. Fraud. But. Hollow. We will see about that. This, okay. this, well, this week, this week is monster. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Chargers cash with us. Mind meld. We're back on board. Um, obviously the Broncos. I mean, that was just so frustrating. Um, you know, that happened to pick six and or fumble or whatever. Going for it on fourth down and running right up the middle, Vic. I mean, seriously, seriously. I mean, like I said, this was this was the game that I was watching on my flight home from Florida, and the the twenty play drive took the entire that was about half my flight, and the, the Broncos didn't get any points out of it. Oh. Literally, twenty plays, about an hour and fifteen minute drive, zero points. Unbelievable. I mean, nightmare. it was just it was just horrible. It was so bad all over the place. It was really really bad. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the Jacksonville game. That was garbage. Um, yeah. I'm not going to even, uh, I have no words. I'm an idiot. Another team um, to just scratch off our list of just not even an option. Nope. Not an option, but their former quarterback does come through. How pumped was Gardner Minshew, uh, beating up on the jets. Um, jets actually were in it. I really thought it was the wrong side to be quite honest with you, but, uh, you know, Minshew magic came right through. Year of the rookie continues or not. Yep. Sorry. Not the rookie, the backup, the backup quarterback. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like we still like, I, I still think Gardner Minshew's good. I'm still surprised that he was like, he's not starting for a team this year and he's just backup somewhere. I, I really like Minshew. I don't know. I mean, obviously <laughs> he's got his, he's got his downfalls. He's not the best thrower in the world, but he's got heart. Kid's got heart and he gets the job. Heart. Done. He's got heart. There's no question about that. So I go three and two. I do not hit the under the weather. Weather just didn't come through, uh, in Cincinnati, I guess. It just complete different forecast. Hard doing this on a Wednesday night and then doing that. Yeah. But we did make up for betting the Patriots bills under, which was just so easy. I mean, I, I was going to say, I mean, if we recorded that any closer to the weekend, no doubt in my mind, that's the under the weather. Obviously we love the Lake Erie wins. Oh, love it. Easy. And I hope you all did. I mean, if you have 50 mile hour wins in any game, you got to take the other. Um, Maddie, let's go through the tiers. We're going to re-tier. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we tiered all the NFL teams. Um, we did like Super Bowl contenders. We did Super Bowl hopefuls. We did, um, you know, life support. We did get ready for the draft teams. I want to see how yours kind of changes a little bit. And, and if you've made any changes to the way you see it now, if you're taking teams out, if you're taking teams in, uh, let's just get right to it. Let's just start with the top of the class. Which 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 side are we doing? AFC or NFC? Oh, yeah, let's do the AFC. Sorry about that. AFC. AFC. 
um, AFC top, the Super Bowl contenders, um, staying in, I'll, I'll, we'll do it that way. So staying in my, in the class for me, Kansas city still, uh, you know, I think, again, I think they're just getting right now from, since we recorded that they've only gotten better. I think like they've, you know, that was kind of, they were at a low point there. You were insulting me when you did this, they were three and three at the time. Mm -hmm. So I, I think they've gotten back on track just like they thought they were the offensive lines looking, looking really good. Um, and, and Mahomes is just, I don't know. He's got to get a little bit. It feels like he's lost timing with Kelsey and Tyree somehow. I don't know how that's happened, but uh, Chiefs are still in it. This one was almost hard. Bills almost fell out, but I'm keeping Buffalo in it. Okay. I am keeping Buffalo in it. Baltimore stays in it. I know. Wow. That, yep. I know you're, okay. you don't agree with that, but I, I still think so. Um, chargers fall out. I think that yep. the Chargers are, are out for me now. And uh, also now jumping into the category. The Indianapolis Colts. Wow, really? And a, the and the New England Patriots. Oh, I would expect that. I would hope so. But the They're Colts really in. I mean, the Patriots are clearly in it, but the Colts aren't even in the playoffs yet. That's an interesting. That's a lot of teams that are Super Bowl contenders. I know it's it's. We're at such a weird part of the year, and it's such a weird season. That I just like there's these teams and these rosters. I just still feel like there's chance there, and especially in the AFC right now, where AFC is freaking weird, man. As, as hot as the so Patriots weird. are, it's like, are they getting hot at the wrong time? Or, you know, are they getting hot too, too hot too early? I mean, that's like a, 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 you know, a saying, but it's obviously the team's playing well. I, I don't know. The AFC is just wide open. Is it Mac Jones? I think it's Mac Jones. It's Mac Jones. Yeah. Are you going to win a playoff game throwing it three times? Probably not. Depends on the game. Unless it's, unless it's in Buffalo with 50 mile an hour. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> Uh, I have three teams chiefs. Cause I'm, I, I under, I respect them. I don't like them, but I don't have to like them. I have to respect them. Uh, chiefs are back. Chiefs defense playing well. Chiefs offense still not very good, but chiefs are, are back. Uh, I still think Buffalo is in it. I a hundred percent do. I think the game, the next game at Gillette stadium will tell us more. If there's no weather, I think it'll tell us more, but that's a situational win for the Patriots and the Patriots are the third team in. I, I, I don't have any other teams. Um, I just think that all the other teams in the league are fraud. I have one caveat, though. If Tennessee is healthy, they're in. They're 100% in. They're a tough physical football team that, when healthy, uh, when they have Derrick Henry, they're really hard to beat. Really, really hard to beat. I would put Tennessee in there if they were healthy, but they're not. So I'm putting them in uh, Tier 2. NFC, Tier 1, Super Bowl contenders. NFC Super Bowl, Tier One. Dallas is still in. Okay. Green Bay is still in. Tampa Bay is still in. And then we got one switch out here. Is that Arizona joins the top tier? Nice. And I had no team fall out. We will get to in the next tier. I'm sure we will. Uh, I agree with everything except for Dallas. I have Dallas just on the outside looking in. I I do think there's something wrong right now with Dak Prescott, just in terms of the ball coming out, just what I'm seeing, and just from the eyeball test. Just doesn't seem right. They still are. They're getting healthier, and I think that they're going to have to make adjustments. That coach still scares me, man. That coach still scares me. They were able to win in New Orleans without him, um, but New Orleans is what New Orleans is. They don't have a quarterback right now. Um, Arizona is. I mean, people got to stop. People got to stop and and recognize Arizona's. To me, Arizona's the best team in the league. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm starting to kind of be on that boat with you as well. Is that it feels again like even still. The NFC talk is Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and it's just mm -hmm. I, I have a hard time. You know, Arizona's going to be in that conference championship game. I feel like they are. Mm. I, I do don't know, too. especially especially if they get the bye. I mean, they are going to get there. Tampa needs the bye more than anybody else. Yeah, but but I think Arizona really is on a roll right now. We're going to see them against the Rams this week. Uh, tier two in the AFC. I'm calling these Super Bowl hopefuls. I don't know how you're kind of labeling it, but I do think that these teams could in theory make it i just don't see them making it yeah I, I feel like it's the same way where we we see the recipe the recipe is there but but there's like a five-year-old making it so we don't know if we're going to get all the way there and it's going to be right hmm. but the pieces are there okay it's like we're or, or, sorry we're or, or something like ikea furniture we got all <laughs> the parts but are we going to be able to actually get it built and get it to stand up and straight Man, that, there's nothing worse than spending an entire Saturday building a closet from Ikea. Nothing worse. 
Okay. So, uh, yeah, I have playoff bound, Super Bowl hopeful, hopefully playoff bound. Um, Cincinnati, I still think that they have – I know it's like – I don't know how to categorize these teams. It's too – we love parity. I I can see We love parity. I can see it. If things go right. But, I mean, the offensive line is freaking putrid. Um, It's really – it's like Cincinnati, Tennessee, begrudgingly Cleveland, very much (laughs) begrudgingly having them in there. Uh, Las Vegas and Denver. So you still think that the Raiders and the Broncos, although you have a lot of teams in Super Bowl contenders list. So, okay. I mean, I can, I can understand. I mean, I a hundred percent agree with Denver Raiders. Uh, I mean, I'll just give you mine. I'll just give you mine just to go off of it and just, and, and we'll compare. Um, as I said, Tennessee is only in this category because they're not healthy. Uh, I have Baltimore in this category. As I said, I think they're hollow, and I think that them making a Super Bowl, especially with all the injuries now, doesn't make any sense to me at all, especially their defense is completely overrated. Um, I do have the Bengals in this in this spot. So I think the Bengals, even though they lost, I do think that they, um, they still have enough firepower to maybe make a deep run. The Chargers are like the same exact team. Um, I don't think that score indic- indicates how close those two teams really are. Uh, and then I have the Colts in this spot as well. So I think the Colts, absolutely. Colts, of these guys, maybe outside of Vrabel, I think Reich is probably the best coach out there right now. And, and, and being able to have a physical football team, they're just high in, high in a lot of categories for me. I like the Colts a lot. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's why I, obviously I have, them, I have them even a tier higher because it's just – it feels like, again, a few – a few silly mistakes. I mean, the Bucks game that they should have a win in that, and and, and the the other Titans game that we refer to, like those two games, it just shows you in the Baltimore game, so many tough ones against you know teams that are supposed to be in the playoffs that they they had chances to win, and maybe if the ball bounces their way come playoff time, you know things things end up adding up. And I had the charge in this category too. I realized I just hadn't had them written down anywhere here, but they they're definitely uh, they, and they were they were the team again that that went from the first category down to the second because I just uh, I I. I Again, Super Bowl hopeful, but I don't see them as like definite, like kind of AFC championship game or sorry, and, uh, yeah, AFC championship game like uh, contenders. All three AFC West teams in tier two and above. And I think the reason for this is that's the only division that hasn't had a quarterback, uh, a backup quarterback play. It's the only division. Oh, wow. You know, we saw Drew Locke for a couple snaps. For a couple snaps, but or, I'm sorry, to have a backup quarterback start a game. That's what I meant to say. So uh, that's why they're up there, man. The AFC West, best, best AFC best right now, man. NFC Super Bowl hopefuls. This one feels so much more of like a long shot to me because it feels like there's, it just feels like there's the top t- tier, the top cheese, and I just don't see these other teams like competing. So it, here I've got uh, the Rams. Uh, the Rams are the team that dropped down from tier one to t- tier two for me. I just, they don't look right. They got super team vibes of just mm-hmm. all this talent and and nothing to go with it. McVay's getting, you know, hearing more about McVay gets figured out as the year goes on. Um, I, I I put Minnesota in this category because again, oh. in theory, in theory, they should, you know, they're dead they, to me. I know they're horrible. Uh, and uh, San Francisco, San Francisco is the other team that I have in here. Again, okay. I just it felt like they had so many injuries there. They always have so many injuries. They still have injuries, but when they're healthy, when they are healthy, I just feel like they could do it. So uh, San Francisco stays in there. Just those three teams. I would, I would venture on putting San Francisco in this tier, but I didn't. I, I think that they could in theory get there, but I don't know. I, I just think that maybe when they get healthy, maybe they should be, you know what? I'm going to call it audible. I'm going to put San Francisco in there. I'm going to put San Francisco in the hopefuls. Um, and then I have the Rams, like you said, and I have Dallas because the rest of the league sucks. The NFC absolutely blows and it's all top heavy. So I really think there's only six teams that could maybe get in to the Super Bowl. And to me, it's Arizona, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Dallas, the Rams and San Francisco. That's, that's it. San Francisco, even so still scares me a lot. So, uh, Again, Dallas right on the fringe, but I think that they're still in that in that category. Um, this next one, tier three, I'm just calling happy to be there. If they can make the playoffs, they'll be happy to be there. They'll be like, oh, we, we gave our fans a little bit of extra football. Um, the AFC, what do you see? 
Yeah, this is this is the um the third the, you know the seven seed contenders is what we're this is like <laughs> this is like the race for the seven seed here. Uh, two teams, Pittsburgh, Miami. Ooh. Miami jumps up from being the bottom feeders as they were in the last one because they won a bunch. They won what, five in a row now. Five so in a row. Yeah. We got to give them a little bit of credit. I, I'm not going to get quite as high as them as I was like preseason, but um, a little bit of respect here that as due for sure. And then Pittsburgh. If they can, again, if they can prop Big Ben up and keep playing hard defense, then maybe they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I think that they could be a certain uh, – they just have, like, a guy in the back just as a as – a, he's like a Muppet now, basically, just like Big Bird walking around up there. Uh, I do have Pittsburgh and Miami in this category, but I have teams that you had in the in tier two. And I just – to me, Denver and the Raiders are two teams that are – if we make it, We'll be pleased. I just cannot see either of those teams making a deep run into the playoffs, considering the defense of the Raiders is just not very talented. And I, I mean, the Broncos just seem to me like, like this year's bears, you know, like they're just going to get there. Teddy Bridgewater. They're like the bears from last year. That is big insult. And I am sorry, but that is, that's, that's tough for you to say to my face. I, right I know. Now. I know. <laughs> very disrespectful, very disrespectful. And sadly, I'm putting the Browns in this category. I just Baker ah, hurt. See, you, you couldn't do it. I, 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 I begrudgingly had them tier two. Yeah, drop them down. Going back, they're in tier two. Yeah, they're, yeah. They should they're be just, happy to make the playoffs this year. Seriously, I mean, they're just the whole Baker Mayfield situation is such a mess. Um, I just can't see them again. They were much better last year. They were much better last year. NFC. Um, happy to be there. Who do you this? Think? This is like everybody. This feels like this feels like everybody again because the top tier is like in, and then it's just a matter of everybody making the wild card to to lose the first week. Uh, New Orleans, if they can figure out their quarterback situation, Seattle not losing hope yet. Seattle not losing hope yet. Okay. They could. I don't know. I, I haven't crunched the numbers, but I feel like they could snake it in. Uh, Washington, another team that's now getting uh, hot and getting on a run. Philadelphia, and. Of course, those Atlanta Falcons. Baby, you are still, sick. They're still in the hunt. They are in the hunt. You, you they can make a, the playoffs. Like, like, why don't you just move down there? Why don't you just move down? There? You know, they'll name a freaking wing after you with all the stuff that they've done in that franchise. Hey, don't tell me with a good. Don't tell me with a good time. <laughs> don't worry, I'll meet you down there. That place is crazy. <laughs> I, I'll pick I you got, up on the way. <laughs> I got uh, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Washington. Minnesota, Philadelphia, Washington. They'll be happy to be there. Philadelphia, I think, has a legitimate shot to make the playoffs. I think Washington is just on a massive run, but I just – I don't think they're as good as advertised. Um, they're just kind of riding some high right now. And Minnesota will be extremely happy to get to the playoffs. I mean, and that's it. They're not doing anything. They are the kings of a choke job. They are the kings of a choke job. It's it's incredible. I just have one more caveat. I kind of differentiated this. I had teams that will be happy to be there, and then I have teams on life support. The two teams I have on life support are the Saints and the Seahawks. Uh, they okay. would be they would just be miracles for them to make the playoffs. I think with the quarterback situation and Seattle, I know like Russ is still there, but it is not the same deal. And I still believe what I said last week. Um, no, that's a good category. I like, I like that. That, yeah. that those two fit that mold. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, and then I had draft day and these are easy Houston, Jacksonville, the jets, uh, yep. NFC. I had Carolina, Atlanta, Chicago, the giants and our favorite fighting Dan gambles. Yeah. So you know, same for me, except for obviously Atlanta, no respect, <laughs> no respect, no respect at all. They don't even like, I mean, like they're more worried about Georgia Bulldogs right now. Like that's, that's what they're worried about. Look, if Calvin Ridley still comes back this year, which I have no idea if he's going to, <laughs> they're right in it. And my fantasy team will be happy to win the loser's bracket. Every fantasy owner ever is what you just said. All right. Let's make some picks for this week. As we said, I went three and two. Maddie went two and three this week, but we won the money line parlay. Lose the under the weather. We are both 31, 33 and one. We got to get above year. 500. We do. We really do. We need a 5-0. and We just need a 5-0. and We haven't had one all year. This is going to be a hard week to do it. Matt, this is not feel like the week. This is a terrible week. Oh. You're not going to believe this. 
after we took all these dogs last week, I took four favorites this week. Four. I had to fight to keep myself from doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the clearance bins. I'm, in, I'm dump, <laughs> I'm dumpster diving right now. But we found dogs. We found dogs to take. I got four dogs still. Going to give the five dog special again, but we got four. I may, I may give, I may like some of your stuff. You're like the old lady at the Goodwill, just rummaging through old scarves. Like it's just, it's, it's a mess. It's a total mess. Uh, Let us begin. I am going to pick this week because Ah. I won this week. So I will pick. And I got to tell you, these last two, literally, I mean, five and four. To me, I just put in on a whim because I have no clue. Um, I really don't have any more than three that I'm very comfortable with. So five, I just kind of said, hey, they're the best team in football. Arizona Cardinals on Monday night, minus two and a half against the Rams. I think that the Cardinals, again, like as good as the Rams were, like they were just happy to see Jacksonville on the schedule. Like we got to stop doubting Arizona. Um, they dominated. Everybody said cold weather, small hands, Kyler Murray. And he just went right back to what he, DeAndre Hopkins had a touchdown right in his, uh, in, in, in his first game back. I just think the Cardinals are the overall better team. I have them ranked in my power ratings as number one overall team. And, you know, that's probably a good reason there. And, you know, you look at all the offensive statistics, you've got number one in completion, for them, number one in yards attempt, number one in passer rating. Um, you can go down the line with Arizona and find really good things. They're fourth in the red zone right now, fourth in red zone offense. Um, I could just, they're 20, 24, 24. And their defense is really good too. They're plus 12 turnover differential. They have only given up 24 plays of 20 yards or more. That's second best in the, in the league. Yeah. You can run on this team, but the Rams aren't running the football right now. Rams aren't doing that. They did run it against the Jaguars, ran Sony Michelle a little bit. They'll get Daryl Henderson back this week, but I just don't think that their defense is capable of containing um, Kyler right now. And I think their offensive line is going to have a hard time uh, with, with the Cardinals D line. We said in the preseason, the Cardinals were like the, the, the paper champion of this, of this thing. Like mm-hmm. we said they on paper, like they have a really good roster, but could they put it all together and they're doing it. Cardinals minus two and a half to start. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's a big one, especially the Rams are reeling right now. I mean, it, it feels like, uh, so they, they already played, right? And the Rams beat them, correct? That was, I, I think, think. I think they played, but I thought I thought the Cardinals had won. I'm going to have to double check. but um, I'll check just really quick. But, yeah, I, I but, still think, you know, the same thing. Right. But I'm saying I think that's why this line is where it is. And I think people are going to, you know, people are going to want to actually take the dog, I think, in this one. And so I think that the Rams are probably going to get, you know, a lot of, even though public support on them is down right now, Stafford just doesn't look great. They haven't really, again, they haven't beaten good teams. It's a team that just beats up, beats up on the, um, on the losers of the league, um, like the Jaguars. Um, so <laughs> Cardinals uh, won by 17 points. They won 37 20. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing. And Arizona, hopefully, you know, rolling, getting back healthy, coming off the bye. Every, you know, everybody's had time off, you know, Kyler and, and, and D hop and everybody's coming back. So I think, I think the Cardinals are about to get really, really hot going into the playoffs as well. I mean, not that they're nine and two, they've been pretty hot. Five weeks left of the season. This is the point. This is the point last year where the Cardinals kind of petered out. I think they're just a different team. I think they're a different team. I think they're legit. Number five, Maddie. Dan, this is this – this might not be what you think is coming, but I've identified – I have a sickness. This is, this is me taking medicine right now. This pick is a big old gulp of Dayquil because I look at this line – and it screams for me to take the dog in this matchup. Just screams for me to take it. The number's too big. I can't help myself. I got to do it. I know the history, but maybe this is the time. We have to take the Green Bay Packers laying 12 and a half points against the <laughs> Chicago Bears. Because Aaron Rodgers is their daddy. We've said this before. And every time, especially in prime time, I talk myself into the Bears. I love. I can't help it. Cold weather defense. They're going to do it this time. Aaron Rodgers is 22 and five against the Bears straight up in their last 27. The Bears are five and 17 against the spread in their past 22, 23 against Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers at home for his career, 67, 36, and four, a 65% clip hitting over a very large margin. You take 
the Packers and you take Aaron Rodgers and you don't be the dummy that takes the Chicago Bears. Oh, we finally, we finally, finally, finally decided that we could not beat that bad man. So we joined forces. Because it's a mind meld this week. Let's go. Yes, Packers all right. minus 12 and a half. It's number three on my list. It's one of them that I actually really like. I said, Packers minus 12 and a half. Don't be an idiot. This is Sunday night football. This is classic spot where every sharp in America is going to be on Chicago. This is a this is a public play. And you have to do it. Like you you ran through it. I'll run through it again. Rogers nine, four, and one in his career in ATS and off the bye. 66% in his career at home, 64% as a home favorite. Uh, nine of the 20 wins in the last 23 times, they've won 20 of the last 23 against the Bears. Nine of those wins have been by double digits, 17 and six against Chicago. Lifetime is Rodgers. Bears are not scoring 17. Packers are putting up 30 points. Bears can't score. Bears just can't score. It's just not going to happen. This is going to be like, I remember it was it last year or the year before where this was a Sunday night game and Trubisky like, had a had that bomb that got dropped in the end zone, like in the first quarter, and that was the only chance the Bears ever had. And it's going to be a slaughter. It's going to be a slaughter. I hate doing this because it's such a big number, but Packers. I think I bet on the Bears in this matchup like it, like six times <laughs> over the past three years. I, I swear. I think I've taken them every single time in this matchup, like an absolute moron. So let's hope that this is not, you know, I'm just getting off the right time. That would be, that would be horrible. It, makes me, it, it, actually makes me, it actually makes me sick that we're mind building on this and both oh. jumping ship after fading them all year long. It makes me sick. I just said to myself, and my numbers back this up. I mean, my numbers are clearly, uh, I think I had this line, uh, extreme ends. It was a 12 and a half point line. I had 21 point, 21 point line. So one of a more discrepancy again, um, if we're half right, I think we make it. Packers. Um, number four, Matthew Silver. This is one where I'm not, we're not missing out on year of the backup again. Oh let's, my let's, God, you have the balls to do this. Let's go, Georgia Bulldogs, baby. Jake Fromm. And man, I wanted the Broncos to draft Jake Fromm after that championship game so, so, so bad when he was going into his sophomore year. And boy, did that change fast. But we got to take 10 points with Jake Fromm and the New York Giants against the Chargers. Like we said, the Chargers, it just, they're not in that category of team to be favored by this many points. I don't think a double digit favorite. It's, it's not who they are. We saw it earlier in the season. Like when the Bengals got up a really, a really big favorite, like these middling teams ended up getting a, a huge spread because of a win last week. Again, like we said, where they would have been, they were in big trouble against the Bengals. If Burrow doesn't break his finger, you know, I could easily see them losing that game late, like going to overtime. So you just got to hope the Giants are going to get, they're not going to get give from the ball to pass it a lot. They're going to run the ball, try and run the ball and control the clock, which is you can do against the chargers. We love when teams run the ball against the chargers and make it ugly on defense and try and create some turnovers out of Herbert. So this is just, this is only just a year of the backup play. That's all it is for me. You're the backup too many points. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm not on this, but I, it's probably in my leans. Like it's, it's year of the backup, but it's also, the Chargers getting massively inflated when the Giants play much better on the road. Yes, it's Jake Fromm. We have no clue what we're going to see. I imagine that they'll employ some type of Saquon Barkley, you know, game plan for this. Um, Giants are so banged up. It's so gross that you have to take it. It's so gross that you have to take it. So funny. Me and Lewis were talking right before this, and, and he, he said, well, you know what the narrative is? Don't bet on bad teams. Well, we're breaking out. It's not good. Yeah. Pick, not pick, good. Pick, pick number two. I already broke that. <laughs> All right. Well, Godspeed, my friend. Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm State Farm. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, my number three is really my number four because we just hit it with the Packers. But um, water is wet. The sky is blue. I'm betting against the Chiefs again. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders oh, with 10 man. points. Yikes. Gross. Um and all I wrote for my notes is I hate myself. That's all I wrote. Um, because I did this two Sunday nights ago or the Sunday night game they played uh, and the Raiders got blasted. Uh, but the Chiefs just continue not to score points. They're just not scoring points. Well, they get 22, 24 uh, in that game. They scored 15 points on offense against the Broncos. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. um, they're just not getting points on offense. Mahomes is just rifling balls 
at his receivers from like 10 yards away. Like, I don't understand that. What is that? Why? Like I, the interception he threw in that game was strictly because Tyreek Hill seven yards away and he threw it like he was 50 yards downfield. This is a, a former colleague that we know it reminds me of, but um, the, <laughs> the, uh, the chiefs just to me, again, if they're not going to score, if they're not going to score um, 20 points, and even if they do score 20 points, I'm confident the Raiders are going to, are going to at least stay in the game. 10 points. Just don't, if, as long as the Raiders don't give up 30 points, which is a lot to be asked. And I understand that. Um, I do think that that car will come back and I think they'll play better actually on the road than at home. I think the, the chiefs have historically kind of been a little bit of kryptonite for certainly the Broncos, but a little bit of kryptonite for the Raiders as well. Really the chargers have been the only team that is, that has competed with the chiefs. So Raiders plus 10 don't love it, but again, I have to do it because that's what my numbers say. By the way, um, with your Giants pick, I had Chargers minus three, so I really mm-hmm. actually do like like uh, like your pick. In this game, I have Chiefs minus five, and yeah. you know, Chiefs minus ten. So, um, gotta listen to the numbers sometimes this time of year, and and take. I have to have one dog in there because I don't have any other dogs. I just couldn't pick a dog. That's your dog. Yeah, you go in. Yeah, take the dog against the Chiefs. Double digit spreads is. Is where you like to be, but for me, the the Raiders just feel broken. They're just that team just feels kind of messy right now. And I did they play I, this I, week? I don't remember. They they lost to Washington. Oh, they that's got in the way right. of the Washington. They only put up twelve points against Washington. So I don't know. They they are they're putrid to me right now. And that game we called that line though. That was the same line of them being like the short the short home favorite, and everybody was going to hop on the on the home team in Vegas. And um, you know the road the road team took it like Washington against Seattle week prior. So. Um, yeah, that was just a weird spot for them. And I, I, yeah, I I can't take the Raiders right now, but I respect you for, I respect you for doing so short, short road dog. This is a bigger road dog. So, uh, but in division, I think Mahomes is eight, 13 and one, uh, at home as a favorite of seven or more. So against the spread. So, um, just gonna have to ride the trend. That's all I can do. That's all I can tell you. Number three, number three, I lied earlier when I said I only had um two dogs because I, I had to switch one out and we'll get to that later i'll tell you what that switch out was i just i was sick for putting it in there so favorite number two is is number one in our hearts tom brady minus three and a half against the Ooh, buffalo okay. bills a team that he just dominates the, again, the bills are another te- team that just haven't beaten anybody good the bills the bills wins this season miami twice the jets washington New Orleans, Houston, and they beat Kansas City early on when they were just absolutely reeling. So they have not beaten anybody good. I mean, and you can see how much they can get run on. I think that they will have, you know, not that that's the Bucks' entire game plan, but when they need to exploit a weakness in the defense, they know how to do so. So I guarantee you playoff Lenny is going to be getting the rock a hell of a lot in this game and running right down their throats. When, when Brady sees something as evident as that, what Bill just did less. I mean, got the game plan from the guy that he was with for 20 seasons of how to beat this team on offense. The defense will take care of it. Cause again, Josh Allen, his numbers are getting better. He's not, his percentage is going up as the season's gone on, but they still don't look hundred percent as far as their passing offense and just their offense in general. So um, they're missing Tredavious white. Now I, I think that's going to just start showing up a ton obviously you know he was out for this last game which just didn't play a factor because there was only three passes shown but we'll we'll see it this week we'll see it this mm-hmm. week against Brady when they got to cover all these guys so uh missing Trey White is going to be just a massive hole in that defense when you can't isolate him over there and and let everybody else you know double team and do what they need to do um you don't have the island of Tredavious White so uh I I will take the Bucks plus three and a half or minus three and a half because I feel like I feel like the Bills are going to be the public dog of the week everybody's seeing the Bills getting over a field goal and a half Again, that's just another number. The fact that that didn't come down right away, offering a hook on, on a good team, take the take the bucks. It's hard this week because you're seeing the Bills coming off of a Monday night embarrassing loss in the weather, short week, and typically I would love to take a team like that. You know, going yeah. down to Tampa, nobody's. I mean, I I don't know. Like to me, I mean, to me, my numbers, I still have the bear, the Bills power rated just ahead of the Buccaneers. Um, and had this as Bills minus three, not Bucks minus three. So to me, um, this is a really hard game. I freaking hate that the Bills, if I was going to be a Bills fan, uh, I would hate that they can't run the football. I really right. hate it. Like the Tampa is – that's the one thing Tampa does really well uh, is, is stop the run, though. 
So I think they probably will be able to throw it a little bit here on Tampa Bay. Man, I, I think you're right. Tredavious White not being there is going to be tough. It's going to be tough, you know, especially a guy that is a bigger guy, stronger guy that might be able to even come down and guard Gronk. Gronk's been out of this world. I mean, Crazy. he's been out of this world. He's been – he was awesome. He was awesome against Indianapolis. He was good against the Falcons. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to blame you for taking Tampa. No way, no shot. Brady's beaten their brains in for 20 years, so why stop now? Uh, number two. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to fade him again, second week in a row, betting against them because they're hollow, taking the Brownies minus two and a half at home against the Ravens. Oh, goodness gracious. I struck a chord. Ravens are just banged up. That's what I wrote down here. Ravens are banged up. Marlon Humphrey, they got they have a guard missing on the offensive line. Who the heck is playing corner? They literally had to give up the game and go for two because they ran out of corners. Like, they weren't able to guard. Not, the weather's not going to be a real factor. Maybe a little bit of wind in, in Cleveland, but the weather shouldn't be a factor in this game. This is the first time that the Browns have been an underdog. I'm sorry, a favorite against the Ravens since 2015. Isn't that unbelievable? Six years, the first time. And I think there's a reason for it. I don't expect Baker to do much throwing here. I don't expect Lamar to really be able to do much because I think the Browns are going to figure out a way to run the football when they didn't run the football last time. I think they have two weeks off the bye, get a game plan going here. Ravens are just too beat up. They turn the ball over way too much. They're minus eight turnover differential. Browns off the bye week. Before the bye week, they were a top five sack team. Ravens are giving up more sacks than anybody in football. Most sacks in the league. Hollow team. Back-to-back divisional road games for the Ravens, too. Browns are also ninth in the league in fewest defensive snaps. So if they can choke out the Ravens on, on, on offense and just run the ball uh, and, and hit up on that banged-up defense, um, I do think – that this will be a Browns win. I am so reluctant to do this, but I got to keep my Super Bowl hopefuls alive. So all my bets basically were and were pro-Browns last week, and we're going to continue that the second week in a row. Browns. I just knew that we were going to have head-to-head picks this week. Oh, I just Lord. I just had to, had to know it. Number two is the Baltimore Ravens plus two and a half. I smell that same line that we were just talking about of the short home favorite, that everybody wants to take below a field goal, even though they are way bigger frauds than the Ravens are. They are their offensive line is hurt. hurt. They don't have Jack, Con- Jack Conklin anymore. They have their guard hurt as well. That's the entire strength in the backbone of this team. And so you're telling me now as well, I'm, Marlon Humphrey, huge, massive, maybe one of the you know top two important player on that defense for the Ravens. I understand that. But now that all of their corners are hurt. They're not anybody to play corner. Now they're going to run the ball. I, I just don't see it. I just think that the Ravens are a resilient team. I think the Ravens know how to win tough. And if there's anything I've learned about the Browns this year is that they cannot do that and they will not do that. So this is just, I think, bounce back spot for Harbaugh. Just well coached. I think everybody's just, just laying this because of they played. It's just the schedule layout. Oh, they lost to them. Then they had the bye and the Ravens lost. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't buy into it. I like the two and a half. I'm going to take the Ravens being just a better team, a better coach team, better quarterback. Still don't trust Baker like you all. I mean, you made, you made your argument for me while talking about the Browns. I mean, you're like, you know, I can't trust Baker. I don't, I don't like Baker that much anymore. It's like, that's, that's going to be the problem. I'll tell you what, that is going to be the problem. All I said was that Baker probably won't have to do a lot. Okay. Do I like Baker right now? No. Do I like Lamar Jackson right now and the way he's playing and the way that that offensive line just gave up seven sacks? I don't care who you are. Like you want to talk about offensive lines. The Ravens offensive line is putrid and they're going to try and throw it. They're going to try and throw it because they ain't going to run on that defense the, the the Browns are getting some guys back at linebacker as well. I really like – I really – I you know what? I'm not going to blame you for taking the Ravens because these two teams, I think, both stick. So I think they're way overrated. But I'm taking the Browns on principle. I'm taking the Browns on principle. I'm not going to just 
leave no team left behind. That's what I'll say. No team I mean, left good, behind. Good for you. I, I am so done with the Cleveland Browns that, it, I, you know, I, I just like it. This was going to be a head to head from the start. <laughs> from the when start. I saw, when I just saw the Raven, you know, that the Raven, the way the Ravens lost, and I know how much you've been hating on them. I was just like, this is this is going one way and one way only. Hate it, hate it, but love it. Hate it, but love it. All right, number one. Here we go. Um, these two teams are quite interesting. They both lost last week. And this is probably the game that I think most betters have their have their eyes on. Um, and I like the road team. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. That's who I'm We're back taking. on a mind melt. No We're way. Back mind melt. Let's go. Let's go. We did it. We did it. Number one mind melt. That's a little scary. But I'll That's tell you terrifying. what. terrifying. <laughs> On the road, 49ers, back-to-back road games, a little scary. But here's why. 49ers, I think, are going to be able to generate pressure here. Cincinnati's a bottom-five team in terms of sack. That offensive line stinks. Bosa, Ken Law, the guys in the middle, um, Armstead, guys like that, they should be able to get pressure on Burrow. Burrow's finger is a huge concern. The balloon that he had on his pinky. Chidobe Awuzie at corner, not going to play. I get it. Debo Samuel's not going to play. Um, more than likely in this game. And Elijah Mitchell's in concussion protocol. But again, we think of the 49ers as a plug-and-play team with running backs. George Kittle's a freaking monster. George Kittle is a absolute animal. I've said it for years that he's the best tight end in football. I don't think there's any question about that because he can block and, ca- and catch, unlike some people in Kansas City. Um, but the Bengals, uh, two and four against the spread at home this year, not very good. Bengals have also been stout against the run, but the tight end, the O-line, like we said, them being healthy, the 49ers have run the ball 52% of the time on the road. That's when they run the football, and they're they're increasing their run. By the way, in terms of the analytics, our guys from PFF, best team in the league in terms of expected points added the past six weeks on offense are the San Francisco 49ers. 59% of bets on Cincinnati. 64% 64% of money is on San Francisco. This is now San Francisco minus one and a half. It was San Francisco plus two. So now technically they're a favorite, but I still consider them a dog. Uh, 49ers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking the same. But I'm like, wow, what what number are we taking this at? Because I think I think you can look at different sh- – I think if you look at different books, they might be dogs, you know, dogs in one place and favorites in the other. I think it's – I've seen the, you know, the, the line of one jump from being favorites of dogs for both these teams. Cause so, um, but yeah, for me, I just, I just think that Cincinnati with Burroughs figure is going to be a problem as well as the offensive line. Uh, Shanahan 15 and 10 as a road dog, obviously if he's not closing as a road dog, but we already locked into the number as a road dog. So that's great. Seattle last week, we already said was the perfect spot. Um, and, and you mentioned, you mentioned Cincinnati's uh, Cincinnati's O-line, you know, being banged up, lose favorite tackle. Riley Reef is going to be out. Their center possibly is going to be out. Um, and all we have to hope for as far as San Francisco is, is again, Debo and Fred Warner, if they could play, that'd be great. I think Warner uh, is the, playing. I think he's okay. going to play. I mean, that that's huge. Uh, and then just one other thing I had as far as, like, the, the schedule that these two teams have had. San Francisco has played the sixth hardest schedule, according to DVOA, and the Bengals have played the second easiest. So again, just just the competition that these two have faced is is going to be totally totally different. So, I like the Niners in this spot. I really do. I think that this is just a hard nosed football team that's going to take it to maybe a little soft, little pussycat, little uh, Bengals team. I, I would say so. The 49ers, I have a minus three in my numbers, so I I do I do like them. By the way, best red zone offense in football, San Francisco 49ers. They are scoring in the red zone astronomical numbers in the red zone. So. Uh, Cincinnati uh, finds themselves with their defense backed up deep in their own territory. It's going to be hard to stop them and how big they are. Trent Williams coming back to massive get back for, I mean, just one of the best left tackles of our generation. Um, Okay. That's it. And that's all uh, for our picks. Um, We are going to do the specials. Now, do you have any leans by the way? Leans? Yes. So the team that I took out is I almost took the Washington football team. And I just okay. that one was gonna that one was gonna make me sick to my stomach. And and one one this stat came up and it's Dak is nineteen and eight against AFC, NFC East teams in his career. <laughs> and I know that's just because I mean they've been pretty bad. Most of the division's been pretty bad the whole time that he's been there. Um, 
And, but I just still, again, we said, I don't think the Cowboys are necessarily right. Taysom Hill threw four picks last week, which is the only reason that, and one of them being a pick six is the only reason that the Cowboys won that game. Uh, and so I just don't know whether to get on this Washington team or not. And they were getting hot. And I just, that game was tough for me. I just, I just had to take it out all together. Cause I was kind of starting to talk myself into both sides. I was trying to talk myself into, well, I could take this team or I could take this team, which is the same feeling I had about Rams and Arizona, which is the only reason I haven't picked in that game. Cause I was just like talking myself into each side of it. And I was like, I just, just not going to have a pick in this one. Yeah, that's a toughie. I, I went back and forth in the Cowboys, Washington. I just couldn't go there. Not at this number. Cause I could see Washington easily like backdoor in this and I could right. easily see the Cowboys blowing them out. So yeah. To me, it's it's definitely a statement. I do like your Giants pick. Um, I do think that is actually good because we're always going to bet the, um, the the backup. And then I, I I just couldn't bring myself to do this. I couldn't bring myself to take the Panthers. I mean, I just I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't I just, bring myself to take the Falcons. Awful. <laughs> awful. There you go. There you go. What a I, terrible game. That game stinks. Oh, what is what? Joe Brady getting fired. I think yeah. we both like Joe Brady. Yeah, we do. I think he'd get a college job. What is – what are they doing? I don't I actually, know. I actually saw the greatest uh, meme. It was the Eric Andre meme, uh, verbal meme here. Uh, Eric Andre uh, shooting uh, Hannibal Burris on the couch, and it was just, you know, it was it was the Panthers uh, shooting Joe Brady, making him start Sam Darnold and Cam Newton, and then turning around saying, why can't he coach? <laughs> So. It really is kind of a, a garbage position for him to be in, you know. I mean, like, I had the Panthers as big favorites in this game because I have the Falcons power rated at this point, like 32nd in the league. They're, like, very bad, uh, especially on defense. But the Panthers have a good defense. It's just I, I cannot – can't tell me Cam – I can't bet on Cam. Cam's just – I'm, I'm not going to do it. Without Christian McCaffrey, yeah. I, I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost in the sauce with that one. Uh, and I'm not going to get back into it. Um, so the specials, let's do it. Um, Matty Ice, tough, tough to find a weather game this week. Tough to find a weather game this week. There's no question about it. Uh, but I did find one game. There's a couple of windy games here and there, but this one is more so on just the basis of I think these both of these two teams are running the football. Sunny skies, 44 degrees. Winds up to 20 miles an hour, sustained at 15 miles an hour in Cleveland. Ravens and the Browns are going to be the team that I'm going to take it under 42 for under the weather. Not sure how the quarterbacks are going to really function in this game. These, uh, at least the Browns defense is, I think, going to be more consistent than the Ravens defense. But I think it's a lot of running the football, and I think it's probably going to go under the 42. So we got to hit one of these because we haven't hit in a couple of weeks. So Browns, Ravens under 42. I like that one. I mean, again, yeah, definitely a hard, hard weather week. It feels like, again, some of these, some of these places that we naturally look, um, you're not going to take a, an under with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's going to be in the question. Obviously that nope. was the other one I could think about as far as the location, but um, let's see if we can keep the magic rolling here. Shall we? And I think so. You know what, Dan, I just, I just came up with a name with this one. Cause I, I didn't really realize it until I, until we just had a, a head to head and, oh, and no. we just had, and, and then we had a heart to heart last week. And this is just this is just a stick it in your craw parlay that I don't even know if you could bet it this week. Don't like it. Don't even want Ravens. It. Falcons. Ew. Let's go. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. First off, yes. not first off, juice. first off, yeah. What puke <laughs> shit did you just say? Let's go, Ravens <laughs> and Falcons, baby. This is up twenty four units on the year, and you want to question me? Let it ride. This is a me- and this is a meager one too. This is this is me just putting my slippers on to get the paper. This is plus three seventy nine. This is not great, but the no big juice. dogs, the big dogs this week were ugly though. If we're being honest, so so if you were to choose a week to miss out, probably the best one. I think you could. You're just gonna ride the pine on this one. Maybe in a teaser, but man, that is so gross, so disgusting. That is. I hope you. They both get shot out of the air. <laughs> Seriously, I mean seriously. Buckshot. You're gonna make me take that. You're really gonna do like. It's up twenty for you, Dan. Have, haven't you gotten enough from it? Don't. Can't you give me just a one, just one of those units back? 
<laughs> Can't you just just ride with me with one of those units? We don't. We don't apologize for. We don't give back units. We don't apologize for winning. <laughs> we don't apologize. Oh, we don't apologize for winning. We can't afford it. You know, if it wasn't for freaking for freaking William Byron winning the next L Cup series for me, I'd be I'd be pedaling change on the side of the road. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> like NFL has been great. College has just been a nightmare. But uh, we're going to get into bowl season soon. By the way, I have a plus 160 ticket on Bryce Young to win the Heisman, which I'm very proud about. Um, so I very much like that. Uh, that's gross. Um, there's nothing else to say about that. It's just gross. Uh, let, make me feel better, Lewis. Make me feel better. Bet the narrative strikes again, 10-1 and one on the year. Just never, ever, ever going to lose again. You know, you keep saying never going to lose again. I hope you're right this week, Dan. Well, here we are. Back to narrative. <laughs> Maddie Ice, we're rolling, baby. Tampa Bay minus three and a half. Wow. Yeah, In back to back weeks, the Bills are going to lose to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yep, exactly. And it's also going to break the streak of the Bills winning, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing. They're going to lose two in a row. And we're going to be here next week. We're going to be questioning what is wrong with the Bills. That's my bet the narrative of the week. I also like Pittsburgh because the Vikings, as you've said multiple times, are frauds. Uh, and uh, Detroit plus nine seems funny, huh? Seems a little. I'm not funny. doing it. No, no I'm not way. touching you it. Can, I don't, you cannot no, get me to do it. That's not the. That's not the official bet. I'm just. It just. I look at it. I go. There's a. That's a funny number. That's a very. You're starting funny. to get. You're starting to get a little cocky on me now. You're starting to give out bonus bets. Oh no! I know. I know. know. Well, the bonus picks didn't hit last week, so faith neither is, of them did. Yeah. So we don't, don't bet like bad. It. We don't bet bad teams. Don't bet those. No, no. we don't bet bad teams. He he says lions are interesting, and he said don't bet bad teams. Don't bet official bad pick. Bucks <laughs> minus three. Actually, really, really like it. I think that's a good narrative. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady break the Bills. Oh. Oh, we forget about Josh Allen as MVP pick maybe after this week. I, that, that's what I also – I actually didn't say that. I was like, this is where Brady now takes a step up. Uh-huh. I mean, it's Brady. It's always been Tom Brady. Who are these morons? That, Josh Allen isn't a top – Josh Allen doesn't have any numbers in the top five categories of you the know, main categories. Uh, when you're watching the major networks and they have to do go on with this these stories and give you different options for MVP, it's it was Kyler and Josh Allen for a bit, and they threw they threw Lamar in there for some reason, even though the team no reason they should have had Lamar. It's like ever. come on, so, but it's been Tom Brady the whole time, and I think Tom Brady just goes. At, I mean, they scored thirty points almost every single game. It feels like. Yep, they do. He's, he's unbelievable. I had another four touchdowns, leading the league in touchdowns, leading the league in passing yards. Um, on July 6th, I bought a Tom Brady ticket to win MVP at 16 and a half to one. He is now, what, 275? I don't know. Something like that. He's the favorite. I know that. Yeah. yeah. He's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. The only guy, and I don't think he can win because of his situation as Aaron Rodgers. And like, uh, because of his situation and because they'll never vote for him. So um, I think, yeah, it's Brady's to lose right now. It's lock, stock, and barrel. 44 years old. That is that is interesting. What what do you think about the idea of Rodgers won last year? So Brady came out this year and said, hey, I'm yep. the best. Yeah. That's, that's the true. narrative. Had to get it back. Had to get had to keep had to keep the distance between in the number of MVP votes. He said, mm-hmm. Oh, he's catching up to me early. Let me get back ahead. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Brady wins MVP. I don't remember there ever being an MVP to win a Super Bowl. Wouldn't it be amazing if he was the first to do that, too? <laughs> How po- would that ever be possible for Tom Brady to break a record? <laughs> I think it's okay. I think we'll be all right. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Green Bay, I still have it. Like, I'm still – we got the futures on Green Bay to win it all, but we we got Tom Brady. So, I feel good about both of them. That's it. And that's all, folks. Thank you for listening. Um, Maddie. for the first time in my life, I'm going to tell you this. You look tan coming back from Florida. So – It's, it's uh, just from my elbows down, but, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. I have to say it because I'll probably never get a chance to say it again. You can listen to the Sunday card every single week 
on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You can listen on Sports Country Radio. That's Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m. on Saturday. And again, at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday morning to get those picks in and locked, stocked, and barrel. Um, and watch me just, you know, look at Maddie in disgust and, and just let's put the Jordan meme up. Stop it. Get help because of his money line parlay. Um, and, and betting the Ravens Falcons. Absolutely despise it. Hate that I have to be on it. Um, but, but, follow us at the Sunday card on Twitter. We'll post the picks at 1130 a.m. on Sunday. And away we'll go, ladies and gentlemen, week 14. It's almost done. When the Moneyline Parlay hits this week, I'm going to recreate Jordan with the stogie in his mouth crying on the NBA championship on, in front of you, okay? <laughs> that's that's the Jordan meme that we're going to be seeing after this one. Uh, I, I, I hate that I might have to tweet that, but I have all the confidence in the world that it's never going to happen. Um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You've been a great audience. We thank you for listening to the Sunday Card. <laughs>